it's just as easy. <laughs> Hello and a very warm welcome to Engineered Unicorns, fantastic books for a magical lifestyle. My name is Sandy J and you are listening to Campus Radio Karlsruhe. We have finally a new year and I'm going to start out this year for you with a special episode. This time I want to talk about audiobooks, which is only fitting as this is an audio format. The podcast in itself will follow the usual way. First, I have an update with the stats of last year. Naturally, I have to do this. This seems to be a thing that every content creator has to do. So you will get an update on my reading year of 2021. And after that, I will get to the audiobooks, which is the main part of this episode. Let's get started with the update. In December, it was reading-wise a very, very slow month for me. I only read four books, which is very low for me, last year at least. And I even had a week where I didn't read at all, which was the Christmas holidays that week, because I just needed a break and I quite enjoyed it. I just met my family, I met friends naturally all in conjunction with the rules regarding meeting people. I even got my booster shot before going home and I didn't have any uh, side effects from the booster shot. The holidays were spent the common way for me so and to my family and met the friends and I did some book shopping in my favorite little book shop in Leipzig where I can find some unusual books every time I go there. So I always find something that I didn't know of before. So this time around I bought a book about rugby. Not that I'm really following the sport. I even had to look up the rules of rugby when I started reading the book because I didn't know anything about it. I mean I know that the the ball is more like an egg shape and that's about it <laughs> and so it was very interesting to get a book about rugby so that was my holidays and no reading as I said it was very very good for me to decompress after the year of work. I also used the time to reflect on the year past and edit some of my camera roll. I threw out more than 3,000 pictures. I still haven't finished it because <laughs> I used to have more than 10,000 pictures so there's still some years to go through and throw out those pictures and that was definitely necessary and I found uh, while editing and while throwing out the pictures that it's helpful if you have more time lapsed between sorting them out and having taken them because it feels easier. I also got rid of some books and uh, brought them to the book cupboard by the Hochschule für Musik by the HFM. So that was what I did in December. I also did some planning for 2022 and for my reading plans I decided to do the Goodreads challenge again and I set my goal really low to 24 books for the year 
just to take out the pressure. Last year, I first went for 33 books, which I then upped to 55 and so on. And I found that I was a bit too stressed by this number. So I decided this year I go very low. So 24 books, which would be two books per month. It ended that way that because I read manga, I already crushed this goal. <laughs> so I'm already over the 24 books for this year. <laughs> and I have to say, it's quite nice to have reached this goal so early on, because now I feel free to just enjoy reading. So it was a good decision to go so low. And it was also a good decision over the holidays to not read and not pressure myself to read and just do whatever I like. Taking a break from reading is sometimes quite helpful, I found. Another reading goal that I have for this year is to read more books that I already own and more books from the library because book spending is getting quite out of hand. My stats for last year, I read more than 125 books in 2021. More than 40 of those were mangas, so the number isn't that crazy. And I really like reading a lot of those books I read as audiobooks also. And so I got to do different stuff while reading. So that makes it easy to read such many books and but it's my thing whatever you read is fine don't pick my number as a goal for you what i also found i prefer light-hearted and adventurous books which wasn't that surprising i don't like thrillers i don't like horror or literary fiction and i prefer fantasies and there i also prefer the more light-hearted stuff so that's not surprising for me I prefer medium or fast-paced books. And more than 70% of the books I read last year are fiction. So that's almost 30% non-fiction. And for me, it was that way that most of my non-fiction is actually read in form of audiobooks. So that's my stats for last year. As I've said before, I also did some planning regarding my podcast. And what I can tell you already is that there won't be an episode in April because I have other commitments and I will no longer do the releases of the month for one very simple reason. That is when I look up those releases. I tend to find too many books that I want, <laughs> which means I buy too many books and it's also when I go to bookstores with big English departments or special English bookstores, like I do in Amsterdam, I usually have the problem that when I'm browsing, I'm always going, oh yeah, that book, but I already have it. And so it's like this scene from Big Bang Theory where the guys were in the comic book store and they are just going through the, the comic books and they're going, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yep. And so... <laughs> I really don't want that anymore and quite frankly I don't want to spend so many money on books anymore so I decided to stop this thing and 
That being said, there are easily available lists on Google or Goodreads regarding the releases of the month. So I think you will be fine. This is it for the stats and the plans. So let's get to the main event of this podcast, of this episode that I want to talk about. This is audiobooks or book formats. So uh, before 2020, I was trying to solve the question of what book format I prefer intellectually, meaning I mostly read audiobooks for falling asleep. I read a lot more print and e-books. I got my first e-reader in 2018. Before that, I had e-books, but I read them on the tablet. And during the last two years, I tested, you could say, out the different formats. And here's what I learned, what goes for me. I prefer print editions for non-fiction reads, where I actually need to learn from. So if it's a book for work or it's a book for my master's degree, it's better to have the print edition because in print I can highlight or tap those books the easiest way. You can highlight in ebooks too, but somehow it's much, much easier to find those highlighted passages in a print edition. And besides, I retain more information. In case of fiction, it's, or in my case, fantasy literature, it's that I prefer ebooks on an e-reader. Then I don't have to deal with lighting issues, so I can read practically anywhere because it comes with its own backlight. And when you go to the park, you just bring the e-reader. It's very, very light. You have a ton of books on your hand and don't have to lug around <laughs> those sometimes very, very heavy editions of fantasy books. Especially if you have a thing for epic fantasy, like Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. I mean, those books are really heavy in every edition but the ebook version. So for fantasy books, I prefer e-readers. However, the one thing that is driving me absolutely nuts in the case of the e-reader are the depiction of maps because somehow this doesn't work you can't easily make them bigger or smaller and so if there are maps at the start of the book it's better to switch at least for the start either to an app or i just look it up in the browser and then i switch for the normal reading back to the e-reader because it's the easiest way so that's definitely a thing for me I prefer ebooks on an e-reader. I don't like reading on the tablet anymore. I used to read on my tablet and the problem with a normal tablet is that if you go to the park, it just has the problem that you have too much mirroring effect. So uh, they can't be light enough outside in the park in the sunshine. And so it's quite annoying. And so I prefer the e-reader because the surface is different. So you don't have any mirroring effects and it's just like paper if you are outside. And in the evening you have the backlight. And by the way, 
I do have a pop socket in the back, so it won't slip out of my hands and you can just pop it up when you lay it down. In case of the audiobooks, for me, it was quite a learning curve during the last two years. Prior to 2020, I did use audiobooks, but I used them mainly to fall asleep in the evening. So I have them on my tablet and then I just, you know, in the evening I put one on and then I fall asleep. And my favorite narrator for those kind of books is Stephen Fry. He's just fantastic as a narrator. And I used, for instance, Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Then he did Sherlock Holmes, the whole stories. And he recently also did P.G. Woodhouse. In 2020, it changed then for me because of the whole situation. Because bookstores were closed and libraries were closed. My usual haunts to get books weren't available. So I had to switch more and more to ebooks and audiobooks. And I got more into listening to audiobooks for different reasons <laughs> and I tried out different versions of audiobooks and this is what I've learned from those. I prefer non-fiction audiobooks for various reasons. Mind you, those are non-fiction books that I don't need for my studies or for work. It's just topics that I'm interested in and I will give you some of my favorites. And I quite enjoyed this. It's, it's a nice thing to learn about an issue or a topic more. And while you are just out for a stroll in the park or in the woods or while you are cleaning your flat or doing the dishes or the laundry... On the side, learning something new, it's quite enjoyable. And the thing about those books, these non-fiction audiobooks, is also they are shorter. When I started out in 2020, I was more in the mood for longer audiobooks. And I thought they have to be at least 10 hours long. <laughs> it has to do with how much I have to pay for those. And I always thought that when I have to pay 10 euros per book then I want to have at least 10 hours <laughs> and that almost never happened with non-fiction audiobooks and so when I started out I got more fictional audiobooks and I tried out also different formats there and in case of the non-fiction audiobooks I found pretty fast that I quite like them and most of them you will have heard of in this podcast already because I recommended them in former episodes so you just have to go back I won't tell you everything about those books so my favorite non-fiction audio books so far are The End of Everything by Katie Mack read by Gabriel Zegman it's a funny book about the possible endings for our universe and Katie Mack as a uh, theoretical physicist and uh, the book is very funny I highly recommend it then I absolutely adored Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg it's read by the author and he's a researcher in habit formation and behaviors of humans and he wrote this whole book and narrated it himself which is a feat because he did have 
some speech impediments when he was younger. And he did a very good job. I quite enjoyed this book, so I highly recommend it. Another one that I quite enjoyed and which I first got as an audiobook, but then I even bought the hardcover copy of it because I wanted to underline some stuff and because I wanted to support this author, is Set Boundaries, Find Peace by Nedra Clover Tawab. And it's also read by her. And it's a book on how to set your personal boundaries and how to maintain them. So it's a very good book and I talked in length uh, in a former episode about it. Another book by another uh, therapist is Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Laurie Gottlieb. And it was read by Brittany Presley. This book is a therapist's view on therapy and interwoven with her own life story. And the book was the one that started me on my nonfiction audiobook journey and there are more audiobooks that I read and enjoyed. One very recent one that I read and that I actually use some stuff out of is Work Clean by Dan Charnas and it's also read by the author himself and it's my most recent non-fiction read. The book is about mise en place which is a term from the world of cooking from chefs that do mise en place and this way of doing your stuff is quite helpful also for other professions and I use some suggestions of the author from this. I found this book because of Mushal B, the YouTube channel and she recommended it and I have to say I quite enjoyed it. When it comes to fiction, however, or fantasy books in particular, I found that I preferred when the story is told by one narrator. There are full cast versions of some books and there are even some books that uh, not only have a full cast, different narrators for every character, but they also have special effects with music or background noises and stuff like this. I have one book which is by Brenton Sanderson, Warbreaker. There is a version out with just one narrator. And then there's a version where it's split up in three books and which is done with a cast of characters and with those background noises and stuff like this. And I absolutely loathed it. I mean, it's a very good production, but it just annoys me, which is why I know that I will further on not get something like this again, because... Uh, it starts to yeah, just annoy me. So I prefer one narrator who does different voices and that's the best way for me. Also, I found that audiobooks are very good to get through those big books. So as I've said before, when I started out, I thought audiobook has to have more than 10 hours for me to buy it, which I no longer think. There are books out there who have 800 pages or more so the audiobooks are extremely long. The example is Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell by Susanna Clark, which is read by Simon Preble. And it's more than 800 pages. And so the audiobook is about, I think, 30 to 40 hours or somewhere around that. And it makes it much easier to get through such books because you can also listen on higher speed. And 
I know there are some people out there who even read, listen to 2.0 speed of those books. I can't do that. For some books, I'm up to 1.3. Most of the time, I'm at 1.2, uh, which is also, by the way, one of the reasons why I prefer one narrator doing the whole thing instead of several or, sev or even this with background noise. Because with those other books, you can't uh, speed them up that way because the experience would be different so this is one of the reasons that i prefer that and with those extremely long books it's quite helpful to have them as audiobooks and you don't have to lug around those long books so audiobooks have this good thing that you can do stuff while you're listening so that goes for doing the laundry or cleaning the flat so it's quite easy this way to get through such big books and it's also a good way to get through classics this way, I found. So my favorite fiction audiobook so far, one recent one that I also talked about on this podcast was Left-Handed Booksellers of London by Gareth Nix read by Marissa Kalin, which is a story of magical booksellers. I mean, hello, of course. <laughs> and it's a really, really good uh, story and it's a really good audiobook. Quite enjoyed it. Then the Memoirs of Lady Trent series. I talked about this book series too. It's by Marie Brennan and read by Kate Redding. And the first book of this series is A Natural History of Dragons. And Craig Redding is an absolutely fantastic narrator. I um, am reading now another series where she's doing the narration and I had to wait quite a bit because in my head that voice was Lady Trent and so I couldn't just start the next uh, book with her because I just had to kind of no longer think of her as Lady Trent. Another book, as I've said before, is Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell by Susanna Clarke and read by Sam and Preble. And it's one of the long ones. It's a story about two magicians in a kind of different uh, Britain in the 19th century. And it's an unusual book. Then another one that I quite liked is Tuesday Mooney Talks to Ghosts. Or it's called also Tuesday Morning Were Black by Kate Raculia and read by Lauren Fortgang. It's a treasure hunt. Tuesday Mooney goes on a treasure hunt through her city and it's a very enjoyable story and the audiobook is also very good. So those are my favorites. Sometimes when it comes to audiobooks, as with other books too, there are some odd cases. As I've said before, you can also listen to classics. And one classic that I wanted to read, and that was recommended to me by a friend who's from Russia, is called The Master and Margarita by Mikhail Bulgakov. And it's read in the English version by Julian Rint-Tat. And this is an absolute classic. And it was written somewhere in the 1930s or 1940s in Russia. And the story is very weird. Essentially, it's the devil who uh, visits Moscow and certain situations and stuff happens regarding this. And it's 
very, very weird story. The narration by Julian Rintat is absolutely sublime. He's amazing. So by all means, I should have enjoyed this book because it's a weird story. The narration was absolutely fantastic. However, I didn't like it. <laughs> I It took me four months to get through this book. I always had weeks where I didn't listen to it at all. And the weird thing was, while I listened to it, it was okay, but I only could do about 15 minutes per day. And that was when I really pressured myself into doing these 15 minutes because I wanted to finish it and because my friend recommended it to me and because I wanted to read Russian classic and I still don't like it. It's the strangest thing. But I finished it, even though it took me four months. Usually when I happen upon books that I don't like, I don't finish them anymore because I have so many books on my TBR. I actually, during the, my holidays, during my vacation, I counted the books that I have at home that are on my TBR that I haven't read so far. And when it comes to physical books, it was around 175 books. It's more now because I bought some more books. And it was about 90 digital copies. So it's about 300 books that I have that are unread, which is less than I thought. Nevertheless, it's quite substantial. So <laughs> if I have a book that I don't like and I tried it several times, I usually just stop reading it and switch to something else. But in case of The Master and Margarita, I just wanted to finish it. <laughs> yeah, that's my experience with audiobooks. And this brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you find some stuff to read this year and I really wish you a good year. Music, as always, is by Erwin Schmidt. You can find the show notes at Campus Radio Karlsruhe or in your podcasting app. My name is Sandy J. You are listening to Campus Radio Karlsruhe. This was the January episode of Engineered Unicorns. Hear you soon. Mm -hmm.